with season two of Project Distinct, the podcast that shows you how to make your efforts stand out so you can move up. Discover what it takes to grow your business and yourself with best-selling author and member of the Sales and Marketing Hall of Fame and the Professional Speakers Hall of Fame, Scott McCain. Educating and retaining your best people are going to be one of the most important things that you can do in your business, regardless of what you do, whether you're with a big company or you're an entrepreneur, being able to educate and retain top performers. It, it, it just doesn't get more important than that. Hey, it's Scott McCain with today's edition of Project Distinct from my hotel room in Westlake Village, California. I'm here for the Youth Citizenship Summit at Pepperdine University in Malibu that we talked about on yesterday's program. But I ran across something really, really important. It's about what does it take to make certain that you educate, train, and retain the future leaders of your organization. We're not just talking about millennials. We're talking about Generation Z those roughly born between 1995 and 2015. Millennials are those born between 81 and 94. These two generations are set to become the next leaders of your organization, the, the people that you need to educate and train to really become the future of what you're doing. That's what today's Project Distinct is all about, and it's brought to you by the Ultimate Business Summit. It's your place to learn and educate yourself and one of the things that we're going to be talking about is how do you educate your future leaders? By the way, one of the questions that I received via email uh, this past weekend from a Project Distinct listener is, what's the agenda for the Ultimate Business Summit? And that's part of what makes UBS so distinctive, so interesting, is the first thing we do is we have you bring your questions. We put the questions on flip charts all around the room, and then we spend the program answering your questions. Rather than you coming in to hear us recite our keynote speeches or to pontificate on what we think we know, we want to answer your questions. So the agenda is totally driven by the participants. It's absolutely unique in these types of programs, and it's part of why you need to be at the Ultimate Business Summit. Just go to ultimatebusinesssummit.com for more information. When you sign up, just enter the coupon code SCOTT. Get you $100 off the registration price. Ultimatebusinesssummit.com. So what do you do to help educate Gen Z, I mean, you know, the oldest members of Gen Z, they're already 24 years old in the workforce. Uh, millennials are there right now. They were born as early as 1981. So what do we do to make certain that we've educated them in a manner that gets them excited about the future that they have with our respective organizations? And number one on the list, according to an article from L&D Daily Advisor by Kelly Creighton, entitled The Five Best Practices for Training the World's Future Leaders, it's at iddailyadvisor.blr.com. And she says the number one thing is to focus on developing their soft skills. Quote, working professionals from younger generations are more likely going to be more familiar with technology and hard skills associated with those technologies compared to older generations in the workplace. But if they're going to be effective leaders, they need to focus the most on their communication skills, conflict resolution skills, and so forth. I agree with that, but I want to add a little bit to that. It goes with what we've talked about previously here on Project Distinct, in that many business leaders got their MBAs learning what EBITDA is and how to read balance sheets and P&L statements, but they haven't learned effective coaching skills and communication skills. Therefore, you may need to be working on your soft skills in order to help coach and train your people on that. 
Because as we've seen from every bit of research, that's what's going to be the critical skills to help us in the future as more things get relegated to AI and other aspects of technology. That personal touch is so significant. Second, it says you provide them with frequent feedback. The article states that younger generations want more feedback in the workplace, especially in-the-moment feedback regarding how they're doing what they're doing. Uh, that's, that's so true. We've tended to have annual performance reviews or even quarterly performance reviews. But what we find with millennials and Gen Z is they want in-the-moment kind of feedback. They want to be either get reinforced or coached on how to do it better. Three, it says prepare them to handle change. Change in the workplace is inevitable and expected, whether your organization is planning to implement a new technology platform or change policies. Be ready to prepare your future leaders to constantly accept and manage change. You know, one of the things I talk about often in presentations is that we, we tend to think that people hate change. It, it's not change we hate. It, it's the unknown that accompanies change. People tend to be less reticent about change when they know what the respective outcomes are going to be. We're going to have to change, but here's where we're going to get to after we go through this change. That's a lot easier to accept than this constant state of flux that many organizations have their people in. You know, the kind where they do a reduction in force, they let some of the workforce go, but they also leave the rest of the workforce out there dangling, wondering, you know, whose head's going to be on the chopping block next. So what we need to do as we help people prepare with change is to help them understand this is where we're going to be after we go through this change process to make them a little less afraid and scared of the changes that are about to happen. Number four, develop real and transparent relationships with them. It says here, and I agree totally, newer generations in the workplace want more transparency and authentic communications and relationships with brands as well as leaders and peers. They want to know how and why their leadership is making decisions. They want their voices to be heard and considered too. You know, the example I use here is that it's interesting because I remember what a rite of passage it was that first Thanksgiving that I didn't have to sit at the kids' table anymore and I could sit and dine with the adults. And one of the things we're finding now is that in many families, there's no longer the kids' table. The, the kids are sitting with the adults for everything. And, and so is it any wonder that they enter the workforce wanting their voice to be heard by the higher-ups, the adults in the room, from, from the get-go, from the start? It's just the way things are today. The other thing you've heard me say very often here on Project Distinct is that your employees, they don't leave companies, they leave managers. And so the more that you are open and real and transparent with them, the more of a relationship and loyalty comes out of that. Number five, use technology to train and communicate with them. The world's future leaders grew up with the internet, cloud-based applications and platforms, mobile technology, and so forth. So when you train them and communicate with them, according to the article, use the technology they're used to and it makes sense to them. Social learning platforms keep them engaged. Mobile apps that have gamified learning courses and experiences are, are incredibly important. It says here, as you train the world's future leaders today, be sure to keep these five best practices in mind. To review those five, number one, focus on developing their soft skills. Number two, provide them with frequent feedback. Number three, prepare them to handle change. Number four, develop real and transparent relationships with them. And number five, use technology to train and communicate with them. All five absolutely critical for our success. You know, it, it's very interesting. It, it's, it, if somebody walked out of your company and took a laptop 
and, and kept it, right? If they took a company-owned laptop with them, there'd be an investigation, and you'd try to figure out how to get it back, and you might even involve the police in it because they'd stolen their property. But yet, for some reason, we'll let an employee walk who has relationships with our customers that have been built over years, and we think we can just hire somebody to replace them, and they just walk out with, they walk out with emotional capital, with our customers. They walk out with intellectual capital. I'm not, I'm not talking about intellectual property. I'm talking about the intellectual capital of what they've learned about our customers, what they've learned about our business. And, and we don't seek to maximize many times on the investment we've made in our people. So by using these things we've talked about today, it can certainly help you enhance the relationships, enhance the productivity, enhance the reliability of the team that works with you. Well, that's all for today from California in my hotel room. This is Scott McKay with Project Distinct. Thank you for sharing and subscribing this podcast. I look forward to talking to you again tomorrow in the next episode of Project Distinct. You've been listening to the podcast to help you create distinction so you can stand out and move up. Project Distinct with Scott McCain. To have Scott become your virtual coach and to discover more distinctive resources, check out distinctionnation.com for free videos, posts, and more. To have Scott personally deliver his message at your next event, go to scottmccain.com. Please share today's message on social media and make sure to subscribe to Project Distinct on your favorite podcast app. We will see you tomorrow with another episode of Project Distinct. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.